Just gonna run this dog to see if we can find any type of uh, human remains that are left. Listen to Where Secrets Go to Die, The Disappearance of Derek Hennigan. From the Detroit Free Press, a new podcast set in the woods of Michigan's Upper Peninsula. Available on Apple, Spotify, Freep.com, or wherever you get your podcasts. I was just out and about. Thought I'd see if anybody wanted to play some round ball. You're listening to the Bet Slippin' Podcast's daily NBA show. Featuring Jeff Clark from USA Today Sportsbook Wire. What up, friends? Welcome back to the Bet Slippin' Podcast daily NBA show. It's Thursday, January 27th. I'm your host, Jeff Clark, here to break down the two-game slate we have in the NBA. It's a TNT doubleheader. The first game's the Los Angeles Lakers versus the Philadelphia 76ers, followed by the Minnesota Timberwolves visiting the Golden State Warriors. So obviously not many bets to make. I actually do like three bets in the West Coast primetime game, looking at the over and the T-Wolves versus Warriors game, and then I like two-player props, which I'll talk to you about in a second. Uh, first, we got to do some housekeeping. Um, shout out to the sponsor of this podcast and our odds provider, Typico Sportsbook. They're a global sports betting leader that's not live in New Jersey and Colorado. Of course, you can make your your favorite sports more interesting with Typico's fast and easy mobile sportsbook app. Uh, new users from this podcast will enjoy a special welcome bonus. The uh, You can get your bonus today at usatodaybet.com slash podcast. That's usatodaybet.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. You must be 21 or older to play, so please see Typico's website for details. Also, if you have a gambling problem, please call 1-800-GAMBLER for New Jersey and 1-800-522-4700 for Colorado. Please, everyone, gamble responsibly. All right, so looking at last night, it was uh, Wednesday, January 26th. Not a very good day for us. If you followed me, it was uh, definitely a losing day. We were 1-3. and three. We uh, moved our, our, our weekly record, dropped to 4-5. and five. Our monthly record's down to 25-22, and 22, so barely keeping our head above water. Really need to start um, scratching out more consistent winning days for you listeners. I do, not we. And uh, hopefully we end January on a strong note, as strong as we started January. We were red hot the first couple weeks and just have been atrocious the last two weeks. But them are the breaks. Um, We definitely didn't get many breaks in last night's games. Again, one and three. We lost at the Bucks minus four, visiting the Cleveland Cavaliers. They lost 115-99. They were up 35-26 after the first quarter and then just got stomped out. Uh, Giannis in a post-game press conference while eating chicken wings kind of made light of the situation just saying that uh, quote we suck they played better than us we played bad something of that nature I might have jumbled up the sentences but Giannis came clean talked about just how outclassed uh, Milwaukee was against Cleveland last night again I, I feel strong about the handicap you know my analysis was was tight. I had a bunch of rationale or a bunch of logic behind the Bucks pick, but it was a loser. And uh, another loser was the Toronto Raptors plus three and a half. I was pretty skeptical about that game, even though I did give it out just because the uh, possible absence of Fred Van Vliet. Well, Fred Van Vliet ended up missing that game, and the Toronto Raptors uh, lost one eleven to one oh five. Him not being there definitely hurt. 
Toronto made it close after going into the uh, halftime with a double-digit deficit. They got down, I think, as much as 18, um, rallied back. It was a tight game. I even think they might have taken the lead in the last couple minutes, but uh, Bulls big Nikola Vucevic hit a three-pointer with 14 seconds that sealed our uh, ATS loss in that one. Um, just, again, kind of not really getting the breaks we were hoping. Uh, obviously, we... Um, gambled on Fred Van Vliet's injury luck or, or, or status and uh, didn't get didn't get help out in that area as well. Um, can't make any, many excuses though. Chicago held court or held serve at home um, and Toronto lost. So just rip up that ticket. The next loser we got um, Spurs plus four and a half. They're uh, officially blacklisted now. They lost 118 to 110 to Memphis. Again, as four and a half point underdogs. It's a tight game, but Memphis pulled away late. Morant was just unstoppable and uh, really the deal breaker for San Antonio and the difference maker in this matchup is the fact that they just cannot shoot from three-point line. Uh, they they have a pretty low three-point attempt rate because they know they can shoot deep, um, but that was pretty much the difference in the game. They were pretty even across the stats otherwise. Uh, the one winner that we hit is we took the Phoenix Suns minus 130 on the money line to beat the Utah Jazz, which they did 105-97. Uh, Phoenix outclassed Utah in most ways in this game. Um, Phoenix is out both without uh, their two um, big starter, DeAndre, and then backup Javal McGee. But uh, Utah was without Donovan Mitchell and Rudy Gobert. That line was just too cheap. Um, we picked up on that, and it was it got a little sweaty there, but it was a relatively easy winner, I think. Um Phoenix just turned on the gas whenever they needed to. Whenever Utah got close, Booker went off for 30, 43 points. Just a uh, masterful performance by him. I think he had 21 at the end of the first quarter. So he was dynamite. We ended up winning with the Suns with our lone uh, winner in a 1-3 and three Wednesday. But moving on, Thursday, got, again, three best bets. My three best bets, they're all in the West Coast game. The Timberwolves visiting the Warriors. I like the over 229 and a half. I like over Andrew Wiggins, 16 and a half points. And I like over Jared Vanderbilt, nine and a half rebounds. Talk about those games in one sec. The first game, the Lakers visiting the Philadelphia 76ers. The line is at three and a half now, excuse me, four and a half now um, with the, the 76ers favorite. The total is at 217 and a half. The uh, line jumped from two and a half to four and a half after LeBron James was downgraded to questionable. He's dealing with some knee soreness. The market is moving against or moving on that intel. Um, I was iffy on this game, leaning towards the 76ers beforehand. I feel a little stronger about this. Actually, I feel a lot stronger about the 76ers if LeBron James can't play because he's just been fantastic this month. Um, and he looked good with Anthony Davis returning. Anthony Davis returned last game for the Lakers. He played pretty well in like a couple minutes. Um, you know, he played 25 minutes, only had eight points, but like looked really good out the gate. So um, I think uh, the Lakers have a lot to be confident in moving forward and, and their team held uh, its head at um, C level. They're 24 24 currently um, without AD. So they're definitely trending up. But Sixers are have been the best team in the Eastern Conference this month, at least by uh, adjusted net rating. They're 9 and 3 straight up. Um, they're 28 19 on the season. Joel Embiid has just been dynamite. He's 
uh, probably the MVP front. I don't have the odds in front of me, even though I should. But Embiid's playing awesome. He's getting a lot of MVP buzz. Um, the the 76ers are missing Seth Curry and Shake Milton, but uh, they have they have Thibault they could sick on Anthony Davis. Should no LeBron James be in there? I was eyeing a player prop for Carmelo Anthony while LeBron was in the lineup. Carmelo Anthony's points prop was at 11 points, 11 and a half points. Um, then they removed it once uh, LeBron James was announced questionable on the injury report. So. Um, when they relist it, as long as it's 13 and a half or lower, I'm still going to take the Carmelo Anthony uh, points um, because Melo's having a fantastic year. The run shots have to go somewhere. Um, he's shooting really well from the field this half or this uh, the, this month, and and he's averaged 14 points per game and um, the eight games that LeBron missed in the middle of middle of November, but. I can't make any moves on this again because Carmelo Anthony's player prop is unlisted and uh, hopefully they get it back before tip-off and we can take Melo um, over 13.5 points or lower. So that's what I'm looking at in the Lakers-Sixers game. I I lean to the Sixers. I lean to the over as well. Um, just because both teams should have success doing what it wants. Um, the 70, uh, the, 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 the Lakers like to push the pace and, uh, they have, uh, they're pretty efficient in transition, but Philadelphia is terrible. It has a terrible transition defense, the third worst defensive efficiency versus the fast break. And, um, you know, Anthony Davis or, um, the Los Angeles Lakers can get into foul trouble and can send, um, um, players or opponents to the foul line at a pretty high rate. And that's pretty much where Philly excels, especially Joel Embiid. They have the uh, number one offensive free throw rate in the league. So I, uh, I I do lean to the 76ers. I lean to the over. I lean to Carmelo Anthony over points. But those are the non-official plays I have in the first game. Moving on to the second game where I do have some plays. Again, it's the Minnesota Timberwolves. They're 24-23, and 23, visiting the 35-13 and 13 Golden State Warriors. The spread six and a half. The totals two twenty nine and a half. Minnesota just held off Portland one hundred nine one hundred seven Tuesday. Couldn't cover as three point uh, closing favorites. It was a road game. It was in Portland. Um, Golden State actually steamrolled Dallas uh, one thirty to ninety two Tuesday. Covered as three and a half point favorites. We we're on the wrong side of that one. So that's whack. That's one of the losers this week. But. I'll tell you what I like here. I like the over 229.5, minus 107 right now. Um, it looks like there's been some, there has been um, some market steam. It's up from a 228-point uh, look-ahead total. And there's some trendy reasons to back the over here. Minnesota is 7-2 towards the over-under in the last nine games. They're 6-0 in their last six to the over uh, versus teams above 500, and the over is cash in five straight Timberwolves Warriors meetings, including both earlier this season. Uh, both teams play at a fast pace. They both have an above-average offensive rebounding rate, and they both are top three and three-point attempt rate. So. Um, those are all metrics that definitely skew towards there being more points. Also, Minnesota forces a ton of turnovers, which transitions into easy buckets. And Golden State can get be, 
can be a little clumsy without the ball, especially with no um, point forward, Draymond Green in the lineup. Uh, Golden State's got the second worst offensive turnover rate. And again, Minnesota likes to pressure the ball, force turnovers, and get easy transition buckets. So they should have some success doing that. But, you know, Golden State's got a Hall of Fame backcourt, as we all know. And, uh, and they also have Andrew Wiggins, who is in a revenge spot. So I like over 229.5 in the Timberwolves Warriors. And I like over. Uh, Andrew Wiggins, 16.5 points, which is priced at minus 119 on Tipico. I would play it up to probably 19.5, to be honest, because part of the reason why I like the over in the game and uh, uh, is because Andrew Wiggins balls out against Minnesota, and he gives um, the, the Warriors a, a third score um, in that in that contest. But it's an Andrew Wiggins a revenge game. Of course, he was drafted by Minnesota, started out in Minnesota, and in his five games since leaving Minnesota, Wiggins is averaging 23 points per game on 65% true shooting, which breaks down to 57% from the field, 39% from behind the arc, and uh, 71% from the foul line. He's got a plus nine net rating. Um, Wiggins has scored 35 points versus Minnesota at home in November, and he shot 74% from the field. Um, his The guy who's guarding him will be uh, Anthony Edwards, who is a fantastic uh, second-year player, obviously the first pick in last year's draft, but not not a very good defensive player. And again, Andrew Wiggins you know, is going to be excited to play his former employer, and I'm sure he still is, uh, well, I don't know if he and Cat are still friends, but... Either way, I think uh, Wiggins has a good performance, and I, I think his total on his points prop is pretty cheap. So I'll go over 16.5. And then the uh, second uh, player prop that I have and third best bet on the board, I'm going over Jared Vanderbilt, 9.5 rebounds, which is minus 130. Um, he's the power forward for the Minnesota Timberwolves. If you don't know Jared Vanderbilt, and this is your first time seeing him play tonight, um, you're you're in for a bit of a treat. It is kind of, um, I guess, a hipster, um, hipster NBA basketball player that I'm kind of rooting for. Well, I guess it's not hipster. He's not hipster. I'm hipster for ruining or rooting for him. If that makes any sense. See, what I'm getting at is Jared Vanderbilt crashes the glass like a madman and basketball nerds probably love it i'm a basketball nerd i love his high offensive rebounding rate he's averaging 10.8 rebounds this month he's gone over nine and a half rebounds in six of his 13 games in january so he is covering that i guess um not better than 50 percent but um still he's averaging 10.8 rebounds per game this month 10.1 rebounds per game as a starter uh, Minnesota's offensive rebounding rate increases by 7.2% when Vanderbilt is on the floor, which is a, a 96% uh, grades in the 96 percentile for forwards. Golden State is also with without Draymond Green, as we all know, and their defensive rebounding drops by 3% when he's off the floor, which grades in the 80th percentile of forwards. So it's going to be a little easier for Vanderbilt to move around um, crash the glass and 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 gobble up those offensive rebounds. I'm not crazy about three overs in a primetime game, but here's where we are, and I gave the analysis as to why. Again, the recap here for 
the January 27th bet slip and NBA podcast. I'm going over 229.5 in the Minnesota Timberwolves at Golden State Warriors game, price at minus 107. Going over Golden State Warriors uh, forward or wing, Andrew Wiggins, 16.5 points at minus 119. And then I'm taking over Minnesota forward, Jared Vanderbilt's 9.5 rebounds, price at minus 130. That's it. That's your bet slipping podcast. I'll be back with uh, an NFL conference title game breakdown later today. So check that out in your feed. Thanks for showing me any love if you have. And thanks for listening. Peace. Thought I'd see if anybody wanted to play some round ball. You're listening to the Bet Slippin' Podcast Daily NBA Show. Featuring Jeff Clark from USA Today Sportsbook Wire.